Good afternoon and welcome to the the September 28th, 2023 meeting of the Fitchburg Historical Commission. Uh, I'd like to now call this meeting to order. Um, I see that we we have uh, four members present, uh, Don Ostrowski, Andy Lepasti, and Charles, Charles Sternonomello. Uh, that certainly represents a quorum, and uh, we will continue on. Uh, please be advised that Fitchburg, FA, uh, Fitchburg Area TV is conducting an audio and video recording of the meeting for public broadcast. And um, I don't think that we have any guests at this moment. And uh, so let me just bring up our agenda. I believe the let me see here. Okay, hopefully uh, everyone can see this uh, copy of the agenda. Uh, yes. Public comment period. Uh, seeing no public uh, or guests at the moment, we'll skip to number two: review and approve minutes for our August thirty-first last month's meeting. Andy, thank you for doing all these minutes and getting them out in a timely manner. Really appreciate it. A lot of work. Um, do we have any comments, motions to approve? Uh, motion to approve the minutes. I'll second that. Any other comments? Um, motion to, to approve and second has been all in favor. Say aye. Uh, right. Or either Opposed? or both. <laughs> Abstain. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, update on Monument Park repairs and bench installation. Um, I believe, uh, I think everyone was copied on a um, oh, Keith, I just want to say I agree with the with the minutes approval. I my my mic was off. Okay, very good. Thank you. So unanimous. Um, Monument Park repairs. Uh, this uh, recently, as of today, I sent an email requesting the board of. Uh, to get on the agenda of the Board of Parks Commissioners um, uh, to kind of review the uh, our suggested repairs and restoration pieces to Monument Park. Um, and I've asked to get on their November agenda. Uh, I believe they meet uh, monthly, and it's usually what I can understand the first Tuesday. Uh, which would be next week. And I was just moved that out to next month, see if we can get on their agenda for the following month in November, giving some time to get some presentation materials together, et cetera, to help make a case for uh, budgeting and um, coordination of um, what we're suggesting to be repairs to the uh, Monument Park. Um, also knowing that the um, realizing that um, 
perhaps a lot of this funding being perhaps capital improvements or uh, some larger outlays are going to um, require uh, maybe some significant funding. Uh, I think we should probably also meet with uh, the DPW um, um, head of that department, Eric uh, uh, Nick Erickson, uh, who's the head of the DPW. It also controls a lot of the uh, budgeting and capital expenditures. So um, I will, in the next few days, try to see if I can also set up a meeting uh, with with uh, with Nick and um, perhaps bring a couple other members along so we have maybe um, not a quorum of our to create a meeting, but to have members present to, to uh, meet with him. Um, so later on uh, this coming month in mid-October or something like that is what I'd be heading for in that too. So see, that's uh, my recommendation for trying to kind of move forward with uh, this discussion on Monument Park issues that we're, we are strictly the design review um, and get, getting it before the uh, the appropriate bodies, if we will, with support from the Parks Department um, in getting budgeting and seeing if we can get uh, some of these projects moving forward. Um, that sound like a decent plan? I know this has been on the agenda forever. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about the, um, the park benches and how they want to have them sponsored, which is which is fine to make the effort and hopefully that works out. But I did want to say that when the benches were when suggested by the mayor, when he came to visit us, um, when they were take, take, talking about removing them, they said that they were going to replace them with benches that people couldn't sleep on. Um, there was no mention of anything about fundraising or anything like that. It was, it sounded like it was going to be a done deal. And um you know that wasn't followed through on, and then, and then now that we we're bringing it to their to their attention, and it's been a long time. All of a sudden, it's up. Yeah, if they can, if we can get them paid for, but I just want to remind everyone that was never part of the deal originally that I recall that we were going to have to fundraise for them. They were just we're going to replace them with something that made more sense to have. Um, but I realize, you know, the money's tight. But I just wanted to throw that out there in case somebody else remembered it differently. No, I, I agree, Charles. I agree with Charles. And it, it also strikes me as peculiar that the common has 16 benches. Wow. 16. 13 of them around the fountain. Um, and these are the, the benches that people can't sleep on. So, so it, it seems a little peculiar that they somehow they they could afford 16 benches for the common, but they can't get four benches for the park. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, I just I just remember pretty clearly that they were supposed to just arrange. I didn't think we were going to have to be chasing around for the benches. Um, it just seems like they got what they wanted and they just kind of moved on. 
Um, and now they're just kind of dumping it on us to fundraise and whatnot. But again, you know, if we can fundraising, if I don't know who's doing the fundraising, us or the city or both, but if the fundraising does work out, I mean, then, then that's great, you know, but if it doesn't work out, then it's just like an excuse for them to do nothing after they said they replaced the benches and nobody said anything about fundraising. So, um, I just, again, I just wanted to just make sure I was remembering that correctly. So thank you for backing me up, Don. Uh, with, with that, with that said, and, uh, we, we've, I don't know if, if it's on the screen here, this is a draft of the park bench sponsorship. Is that viewing on your screens now? Yes, it's in. Okay. Um, this is a draft. Uh, your opinions, um, if if we should, uh, I mean, we could, you know, approve something and kind of go ahead with the mayor's uh, thoughts of us providing this application and, and on our letterhead, or we could uh, hold off for a couple of weeks and see if, if we can meet with uh, DPW and bring this up as, you know, it's just something that could be budgeted soon. Uh, I presume it would come through their budgeting um, and uh, not have the sponsorship and just have it as, as regular benches. Um, it is, it is a, a park dedicated to, you know, it's a memorial. The whole park is a memorial with the focus toward the civil war dead. Um, you know, I'm, you know, putting additional sponsorships and things in there Uh in minor ways, a little bit of a distraction from that original intent. Uh, it it's just little teeny plaques, but it's it's uh, you know it's something to be you know we be aware of, and that's something we are uh, if we go ahead with this that we are you know okay with. So. Any any thoughts on? Uh, well, I'd just like to point out that the abolitionist part has benches without center this they don't seem to have a problem with people uh or they're not worried about people lying down on the benches at abolitionist okay. there's no middle no no middle railing no i just want to also say too um you know the and i don't want to say that it was only that but i know that it was a big part of it that our father's house closed down on lunenburg street um I don't know how long ago it's been a while now months um and the and the people loitering in that area has significantly decreased so i think the issue that we were having a few years ago when the bench is removed is not really the same kind of issue that it nowadays <laughs> if it was up to me i'd say put the put the original benches back if they still have them but uh yeah. I feel that uh, the downtown issue that we were having with the loitering is 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 not nearly anywhere that it was, um, and I don't know if that has anything to do with the shelter closing. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Yep. Good. Good comment. Uh, yeah, and I I would also like to add that pretty pretty much every well at least four days a week. I'm walking downtown with my dog, and I have I don't see any loitering 
in Monument Park, you can say, well, that's because there's no benches. But people, I do see people sleeping in doorways. So the the idea that, <laughs> well, we we don't want them sleeping on benches in the park. We would prefer that they sleep in doorways of, of businesses on Main Street. I think I would rather have the people sleeping in, on benches in the park quite a bit. I mean. Well, Don, if, if you can hear me, um, they sleep on the monument anyway. So now that the benches are gone, they just sleep on the monument itself, which in my opinion is worse. But that was the point, an argument that I raised when they were discussing taking the benches out. And so, um, yeah. you know. <laughs> It, it seems, I don't know. Keith, just tell us how we should move on from here. Yeah, it seems a false problem that is causing more and more problems. And, and the central problem really doesn't exist as far as I can see. Determine. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've waited for a while. I would, um, I would suggest that we we have this in our in our back pocket, let's 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 see if we can uh, have a meeting with uh, with uh, the DPW chair or head of the DPW, and see if this is uh, exactly what what the budgeting issue is about getting benches back in, and uh, then kind of move from there. I, I think we have you know. You know, it, if if indeed we are going to be the ones kind of helping with the sponsorship, uh, at least in in uh, by having it on our letterhead, uh, you know, I think it can work. This is a you know possible way of doing. I personally don't have a an issue with having the Sunder armrest in it. I don't think it's uh, much much different expense. I think it needs a, some sort of center support for the seat in the back for that length of a bench so it isn't wobbly and cavey and stuff. Whether it has the armrest or not is probably a minor minor cost to the bench itself. And it's not a um, a game changer on it for me, but uh, e either way. Um, Informally, uh, not a full vote on what we should do. Is it opinions um, to kind of hold off on this until we have a chance to, uh, in October, meet with uh, DPW? Whatever you suggest, Kate. I just want to throw out that the, there is an election coming up, and that could also change the direction of how things go, for better or for worse. I really don't know. Um, um, that's true, and that. You know, I, I don't know where, you know, if there are how things are funded and if there's any wish list fund that uh, um, one section of the government has over the other that they can kind of add this in at this time or if it's something that needs to be included in next year's budget uh, so that it is included. And I think now is the time to start uh, you know, lobbying for that if it's something we, we need to do for for this and uh, you know this this is just one small part of what we think would be nice to be done to 
keep the uh, integrity of Monument Park uh, as a historic um, piece in the city. So again, we don't have any budget control. Uh, technically, we are just design review. Um, but being proactive, we're trying to make some recommendations and uh, see if we can uh, get some repairs to something that's deteriorating or certain parts of it certainly are deteriorating and be nice to see um, some attention paid to that. So advocating for historic resources, I think we're doing the proper thing here. So, but not something we can budget ourselves. Um, I would, I would, um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can set up that meeting and we'll, uh, We'll have an update, uh, certainly by next meeting, of where where this is all going. So, Keith, uh, I had a question on the flyer itself. Um, I don't know if anybody else has an issue with the way it prints out, but I get the, the the lettering and the wording up top is breaking up on me. You know, like the lettering Monument Park is up in the top right corner. I don't know if it's from the zoom size or or what. This is just um, what I. It's, it's it's different than what what's showing on my screen. Yes, yeah. Do you see that line? I didn't print it out, but I see what you're talking about. Yeah, and even his line about you know park dedicated to historic monument. See, it's a straight line on your screen, but not on mine. Okay, so, I, I was wondering yeah, in your comments. I was wondering if if it was showing up differently on yours. Um, yeah. I, this is this is a uh, a word document on MacWord, uh, Microsoft, Microsoft Word, but it is a Mac version, and maybe it's 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 formatting differently on your PC. Um, okay. I, I will uh, I'll try to resend it out as a PDF that kind of locks in the the graphics on it, okay. and um, see see how that looks and. Uh, yeah, maybe Andy. Andy, let me know if it's if it's still wonky for you. So, mm -hmm. if, if it is more like what's shown on uh, the computer on the presentation screen here, um, I, I added in some of your comments or everybody's comments. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, thanks. The you know, the personal memorial or business sponsorships with custom bronze plaques. Um, and I think that addresses some of the things at the bottom. You know, if we go with this, uh, I'm having the, the check made to city of Fitchburg because we can't do anything with it. Uh, and in the memo at MP bench and uh, showing that there's a limit of eight full benches and sponsorship may be tax deductible. And, and I think, you know, making it conditional that way, it's kind of up to the the donor to verify that it is tax deductible, but it's it's something in uh, in many instances should be tax deductible. There's there's no uh, from what I when I read online, it should be okay. But uh, we can take that off and let anybody figure out what they have to do with it. So. Anyhow, that's where it stands now. Um, 
so far the draft is uh, updated and seems to work well if if the formatting works out okay. And we'll hold this in reserve until we get a little bit better idea of what's happening on mm -hmm. okay. multiple fronts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, budgeting, administrations, et cetera. So, okay. Um, anything else on the Monument Park uh, agenda item? Uh, let me, okay. Um, item number four. Uh, date on historic building demolition delay. All right, as we talked about last time, I, um, I heard of a design flaw. Um, the, uh, I'm working on a PowerPoint presentation and um, Reviewing Keith's um, I don't know if I can start sharing if you're already sharing, Keith. I'm I'm stopping sharing, so you can share now. I think. Okay. Excellent. All right. And I should be able to. Full full screen is down at the bottom. I think. There we go. Okay, so calling it that demolition delay for historically significant structures. You know, the, 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 I, I know we started out with, and it's kind of a accepted notion that, uh, his, historical buildings begin after certain decades, <laughs> you know, like 50 years or 100 years. And uh, that's not true. <laughs> there, there can be historically significant structures that are not as much as 50 or 100 years old. And getting, I think, getting caught up in well, it has to be a certain age for it to be historical. Uh, it's just wrong. I mean, it's just you know, plainly wrong. So I say historically significant structures. Um, this is not complete. Um, I'm eager to get suggestions on what I should continue with and what I shouldn't. Uh, I'm taking this from our resource document on demolition delay, pointing out that over 150 cities and towns in Massachusetts have a demolition delay, and including 12 of the 24 gateway cities. Um, when we talked with one of the uh, city officers, she initially was saying, uh, well, there are no gateway city. Oh, yeah, I see one gateway city. Oh, there's more than one gateway. So, yeah, there are 12 gateway cities on the list that have demolition delays. Fitchburg's not one of them. Fitchburg's a gateway city, but it doesn't have. Um, it's a 
historically significant city, uh, but has no demolition delay to protect its historic structures. And the question is why it doesn't have a demolition delay. Um, so I don't have the full list here. I just wanted to show you what it would look like. Um, the various, this, you know, page two, page three, page four. I didn't throw that out, but I don't know if I should put all of those cities <laughs> in or just some of them. I, it, there, there's notion of the weight of evidence. If I show all, all 150 cities, <laughs> <laughs> that's my, whereas if you say 150 cities and towns, they, they say, so what, you know, yeah. why don't the others have, have, you know, the other 150 cities? Well, um, there's room on that slide to have all 150 in a small font. And I think that would be. Yeah, uh, very small. It would be fine. Yeah. yeah, it would be a number of pages. It would be. Yeah, some impact. Yep. Just, just yes. reduce the font down so they're all jammed in there. So it looks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, the letter to the editor, I think that should be in about advice historic buildings time. And, and that's a very significant point. And someone else made and uh, it shouldn't I think that that's very effective. And then the uh, show some of the examples of demolition delay successes. Boston, Easton, Reading, Worcester. And then the testimony of Ralph Slade, I will have to get his uh, approval to put this in of the Springfield Historic, Historical Commission. Uh, the examples in Springfield where the demolition delay has been successful, and this is one of them, the Willie's Overland building in Springfield. And then the master plans for Fitchburg I call them master plans. I don't know. They're, they're kind of the, the vision for the future of Fitchburg. Some of them are preservation plans, some of their economic plans. But the point is that they're they're integral. The economic plans for revival of Fitchburg and the preservation plans to preserve the historic structures are very much intertwined. Um, because Fitchburg has a unique historical, cultural heritage that is a selling point for businesses uh, and for people coming to live here. Uh, I know when we were looking here over 16 years ago, one of the things that impressed me were the historic buildings <laughs> as a historian, of course, but I'm not the only one. And so if if we want people to come to live in Fitchburg, if we want businesses to come to Fitchburg, it's essential, I think, to preserve those historic structures. Um, so the, for example, the Fitchburg Strategic Plan for Economic Development from February 2018 says, sub-goal B2, recognize and build upon Fitchburg's historic architectural character. Um, yeah, 
I mean, it, so it's there. It's in the plans. It's in the, in in. Um, and I think that needs to be highlighted that whenever people sit down and think about the future of Fitchburg, they think they include they invariably include preservation of the historic structures. And then <laughs> this is something I sent out a, a, a recent link of 19 best things to do in Fitchburg. Um, <laughs> very interesting. Uh, and <laughs> quite a variety, but noticeably absent are certain buildings that no longer exist. The train station demolished in 1961, the Wallace Library building uh, demolished in 1967, the steam plant demolished in 2016, uh, the Johnsonia demolished in 2011, the Lucy Ellen Hospital building turned over to the city in 1968 and demolished. A demolition delay might have saved those, at least uh, to consider alternatives to demolition. Instead of the Lucy Ellen Hospital, we have this horrendous post office building, federal post office building, which looks like uh, a a Romanesque siege fortress. It's just very foreboding. Yeah, um, designed to it. And I've talked to a number of people in Fitchburg who were born in the Lucy Ellen Hospital. It's part of their identity. Yeah, they're proud to say it. And, and they wiped it out and put, put in that monstrosity. Yeah. Um, were these listed in that article? I guess I didn't know. No, they weren't. They, yeah, no. Uh, these are these are not uh, in, included in the article. Uh, no train station, no Wallace Library, no steam plant. Why not? Because they're no longer there. But if they were, if they were in existence and properly preserved. No doubt they would be on that list. It would, it would be a list. <laughs> more than 19 or more than 19. I'm just giving some examples here. So then I have pictures of the uh, you know the train station uh, when it was demolished, the Wallace Library and Art Building when it was demolished, Lucy Ellen Memorial Hospital when it was demolished, theme plant when it was demolished, and the Johnsonia Hotel. It's an old picture. Yeah, it's an old photo. Uh, but um, when it was demolished. So, and then I go into the ordinance itself. I wondered if I should break it down according to the, the different sections, so intent and purpose and so forth. So that's as far as I've gotten. And um, open to suggestions of what I should in have in there, what I should exclude, what I should be shorter, what should be longer. <laughs> you want to include some of the buildings where they are preserving them or turn them into condos, apartments? Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. Uh, but then that would be an argument against the demolition delays. See, we saved these without yeah, the demolition delays. Uh, yeah, maybe you don't want to bring them. That point. Well, you know, the, yeah, these are the, the kind of buildings that 
and the kind of things that, that can be done. Um, it, it's been a long process because, you know, just just the saving of the Academy Street buildings was yeah. a very long process. Yeah, it took a long time. Yeah. Yeah, where well, they're starting to work on them now. And the Morton Square buildings, the River Street Mills over there. Yeah, these are, yeah, this is, the, without a demolition delay, my concern, I mean, yes, if they're part of a historic district, then it's more difficult to demolish them. Yeah. But if people aren't aware and don't see that the, uh, the visual identity of Fitchburg is tied up very much with its historic architecture, uh, then they're going to be indifferent, you know, uh, to if, if uh, someone wants to demolish a building. Or in the case of the city, the city officials, uh, uh, you know, have not had a stellar record over the, the uh, since the 1960s in terms of being concerned uh, about the loss of the cultural heritage of Pittsburgh. Uh, just a, a suggestion, Don, might be that as you're kind of in, intermixed with the, the slides with lots of words on them, uh, Maybe you could stretch them out a little bit with uh, more pictures in you know in between the text, if you will. Uh, yes. give people, some things, images to look at, so they're not just or you know taking uh, some of the earlier slides and kind of breaking it down. Maybe just uh, shots of Main Street with kind of all of its eclectic uh, uh, buildings in in line, if you will. Certainly, you know the areas that are. Uh, Maybe not developed yet, but you certainly could be demolished because there's no whatever. It, just a few views of that. Um, one one other suggestion uh, on on the first slide, um, which was um, reasons for demolition delay. Um, you know, I, I think. Uh, before we get into other towns have it, you know, just just the, you know, the bare reasons for demolition delay might be stated there of, you know, okay. uh, giving giving the uh, city an opportunity to, uh, you know, through the through the this ordinance to uh, cause a delay for reconsideration of alternatives uh, to demolition of, you know, in, uh, and, you know, alternatives to allow preservation of buildings, you know, it, it, just kind of a quick statement of what, what the ordinance is, is trying to do. Uh, and then saying, you know, here we have lots of other cities in the Commonwealth have demolition delays. And a lot of those are, are, uh, similar cities to Fitchburg, like gateway cities and stuff. And those are all good things, but I, my suggestion is just having a, a a statement what the delay is, and not we want a delay because other cities have it. You know, just giving another uh, kind of the basics of what the delay allows. Good point. 
Um, okay, cool. This is, this is great work, Don. Thanks. Thank you. I will continue working on that, and then I will uh, do a separate one for the stone wall ordinance as well, because I don't want them to be linked. I want them to be. So if they're going to reject one, I don't want them to use the excuse. No. Yeah, cover both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that, Thank you. That, that, that's 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 a greater great approach. Pictures mean a thousand words and all of that good stuff. So um all right. Other things on demolition delay? Other members, comments? Okay. I think I'm showing the agenda to you, but I can't see it on my screen. So hang on a second here. There we are. Um, so moving on, um, update on appreciation of historic stone walls and structures. Um, Don just mentioned that he's thinking of, of a, uh, a PowerPoint on that also. And I think we've we've been discussing whether or not this is a um, something that is an ordinance or just something that we are making public knowledge of the uh, value of Fitchburg's unique um, stonewall features that it has um, as an educational piece. Um, an ordinance without enforcement. I'm not sure we can make an ordinance per se. Uh, some, any other thoughts on that? If if we, if there's not an enforcement piece to it, is it something that that um, can be stated as an ordinance, um, or certainly an ad ad adopted? Um, reference that the city is putting out there any thoughts on kind of the the legal mechanism that we're we're trying to um, trying to yes. you know, create where, a document where we're just trying to make public information out there this is where we're, <laughs> we're getting down to Agenda item number nine, which is we need a lawyer oh, yeah. on on <laughs> for for exactly these questions. Yeah, or or you know maybe you know asking asking other other people in the city, uh, maybe even uh, Joan or others, uh, for for advice on some of the stuff people that have been involved with. Uh, uh, you know all of the commissions and boards, and how how things are kind of created this way. Oh, your um, so it, you were you were trying to you were trying to um, make the city aware of aware aware of this uh, the historic significance of. In this case, uh, stone, uh, local stone, stone structures, stone walls uh, that are unique to 
our area and to Fitchburg specifically, and uh, the importance of preservation where possible. Um, and maybe the where possible is kind of the question, but um, it is a recognition as a, of a statement that you know it'd be great if city council could make it, and it could be uh, publicized. Whether that's just one night that it's made and somebody endorses it, or um, I think uh, Don's efforts in putting it into PowerPoints that we can uh, have on the city's website or on our own website, perhaps uh, features or programs on local TV um, in the recording catalog of recorded TV and um, you know, obviously recorded at the historical society uh, somehow as documentation and, and the importance of uh, these and making public awareness of it. Um, similar to what the, we're trying to do with the buildings and actually creating a, a, a tool for a review of something like that. We're not, um, we're not sure if we want to have that, that, um, official tool or not for the stone wall piece where there's there's enforcement i guess well uh, you know it, it, there are two very different theories about law uh, one of them is to change people's behavior uh, and the other is to uh, put into some kind of official form what the prevailing you is. So, for example, in Switzerland, they have extreme anti-littering laws, but littering is not a problem. <laughs> in Switzerland, they just put those laws in because they, they want to establish what their beliefs are. Um, so, yeah, that, that's why we need a lawyer to, to or at least someone who is um, Aware of the laws of Fitchburg and what what is the philosophy behind the laws? Is it to change people's behavior or is it to establish what the um, prevailing view is? I guess the prevailing view is someone who has a stone wall can tear it down whenever they want. But but I you know I wasn't trying to get at those. I would. I was aiming as an audience the people who wonder what they should do. They want to act conscientiously with their stone ball uh, that's on their property, and uh, and but maybe that's a very limited audience. I don't. Yeah, and and maybe maybe that could be in an ordinance format. You know, stating very similar to what you 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 just said quite well that. You know, this is this is the um, you know the city and people in the city should be aware of of the value and the heritage of of um, stone walls and stone structures and um, you know and it it is a a decree or something like that. Uh, um, what keeps it living? I'm not sure. After the the meeting that it's that it is endorsed, I, I guess it goes on the books 
somewhere uh, gets archived. Um, Can the historical commission issue a decree? <laughs> That's what we need the lawyer for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can do all we want to do. Well, that's what you know, we can do that right now. Um, I, I don't know. That's a good question. And you know, I, I'm sure planning board and I'm, I'm trying to think of other. Um, yeah. Picking up some conversation from the front block. Thank you. All right. Um, you know, other like planning board is, has zoning regulations and uh, et cetera that it certainly are enforceable. Um, and there might be probably things like the community development department who issue these, um, you know, master plans and ideas for the future growth or development of the city um having having uh it as kind of a speaking point along with um uh, what they're they're you know certainly already talking about the value of historic structures like like you mentioned in in several of the reports uh, that have come out of the community development planning office or develop for them, talking about historic resources being a value to the city. Um, you know, there could also be mention of, um, you know, stone walls as part of the heritage of the city also, kind of extending it beyond buildings, but, you know, some of this other physical environmental um, pieces that are, are part of the fabric of the community and worth uh worth consideration of preservation on them also um let's see any action plan for um item item five which you'd be working on next on item five um we're talking about powerpoint um i'd be happy to see if i can have some illustrations or uh, anyone on the commission um charles also uh that that has any good photographs or uh, images of uh stone stone type of uh images that we would that are unique to fitchburg uh all the way from colonial stone walls to uh, uh the present um have that you know perhaps as uh images for a powerpoint and for um making a visual point of what we're trying to communicate to the public and the city itself uh keith i personally do not have any photos of any stone walls um i don't know whatever happened to joy contoys's 
collection and notes and studies after she passed away. But I know she had extensive information on stone walls in particular in Fitchburg. Uh-huh. Um, and I know that she had led some excava- excavations of some historic sites with stone walls. And she had notebooks galore filled with notes and photos. Um, I don't know if her husband is still available to be contacted or one of her children um, or maybe somebody at the senior center or historical society. Oh, you know what? They might've been donated to the historical society. Yeah. It might be something we check with uh, Susan on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would say that. Yep. That's, that's a great suggestion. Uh, maybe Andy, in in your um, when when you're at the historical or historical society, um, maybe see if uh, do you know who Joy was? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever met her. Sorry, in person, but I think yeah, see some of her teachings or articles. Yeah. It, if it's if if you have the opportunity, maybe. Uh, See if, if any of that, in, particularly in relative to stone walls, stone foundations, um, of her her work that could perhaps augment, uh, and that could be part of our story also of of uh, how researchers in the past have, have uh, done a lot of done a lot of work already in in. Uh, yeah. Uh, researching and recognizing the importance of uh, some of the heritage uh, left by these uh, stone remains, if you will. Thanks, Charles. Good suggestion. Yep. Yeah. I'd, um, yeah, the Historical Society would definitely have some information on that. I'm sure that I'm sure that some of Joy's work made it over there. Yeah, and, and you know, kind of my pet focus on uh, this idea of uh, stone, Fitchburg stone things is is uh, a lot of it, um, and and maybe to my point, maybe unrecognized importance of the uh, the Fitchburg quarry as as an industry. And also as uh, making up part of the, uh, a lot of the stone fabric uh, of the city because of its uh, geography, if you will, and sloped sloped areas and a lot of retaining walls and um, bridge construction and things that are uh, make make the physical landscape of Fitchburg unique from other cities and towns in the Commonwealth. Um, okay, moving on to item number six, update on historic districts information, brochure, map information, guide, signage, web postings. Um, we, we're making progress on this. I'm getting kind of the final edits. Um, I know this has been slow and I'll take the, the hit on that. Um, should be able to get that to uh, to get an updated version of it uh, shortly. Here, I'm still working out some uh, 
glitches on some of the um, QR code connections for some of the areas that don't have defined um, descriptions. Uh, we have the proposed upper common historic district that uh, has not been approved yet by national parks. And we have the similar uh, Academy Street um, educational district that uh, hasn't received its final approval and probably won't until after the construction of the uh, school building is, or you know, school buildings renovations are complete. And by the way, the uh, construction has started on, uh, I think all three of the buildings, uh, particularly uh, from several weeks ago, there was uh, asbestos removal happening and other things happening and uh, early stages of the uh, development of the Academy Street School uh, schools and that district that uh, New View is is working on. Uh, so, getting back to the uh, the brochure is is just trying to get a proper link into some good links into those areas that are not yet uh, don't have documents of National Register status that are easy to link to. Uh, so, these are kind of draft documents and i hope to resolve that and maybe we can certainly update those links as, as we get more information on those keeping the brochure as it is but just update the links um, uh, just a side note on the uh, the brochure uh, work and the signage work that's been kind of ongoing uh, this has been in a partnership with Fitchburg State. Um, again, this semester, Professor J.J. Um, Sylvia is, uh, has a course that's uh, focused on his students working on uh, history of uh, our community of Fitchburg and groups of three or four focusing on different parts of the heritage of Fitchburg. Um, creating uh, documentation and uh, research documentation, if you will. And they'll be working with the Historical Society and um, other library resources to uh, do their research pieces and being able to publicize some of their focuses. And this year's topics are, uh, I believe some of them, just a, a quick recap are on Pittsburgh's um, growth uh, with immigration. Um, another group of students are going to be working on the industrial development of Fitchburg. And um, I think maybe uh, women in the history of Fitchburg are some of the topics that they might be working on. So uh, putting in some, uh, you know, something that we, kind of help start, I think. Our commission helped start this focus by uh, the college students in um, kind of adding information and data to uh, the city's um, heritage. Oh, so anyhow, item six, hopefully have an update, uh, more progress on that next, next meeting. Uh, historic marker update. Um, 
Uh, I have, we, we were supposed to have signs out by the end of this week. Um, I will try to contact our sign sign maker uh, certainly tomorrow to see if we can have an update to see if uh, two markers on order or actually have uh, made it out to the uh, the people that applied for them. Um, they've they've had some problems with uh, new paint formulations and things that are having adhering problems uh, for whatever reason, um, but. Hope to follow up on that and see if uh, everything is working out fine on that, we hope. So I'll uh, send an email out with anything I hear on that. Uh, no new applications so far uh, since our last meeting. Item number eight, protect and document and sh uh, share Main Street building histories, um, historic districts, tax credits, and other restoration reuse incentives. Uh, Ellen is working on some of that and she's not able to attend today's meeting. Uh, number nine, uh, membership vacancies for the commission. Uh, Don, you had mentioned you maybe had a lead. Uh, any any luck on that? Well, we're waiting for the uh, election in November because is running for the school board. <laughs> he doesn't get on the school board, uh, maybe open. Uh, he has an office on Main Street, so he's uh, and, and lives in Fitchburg and is very interested in the uh, in the city and improving the city. So um, I'll follow up on that. Uh, great, great. Um. Thank you. Any other, anyone else that can come up with any suggestions, that would be great. Uh, in particular, we are looking for someone with a legal background or a lawyer operating in the local area. And um, it'd be great to have somebody from the real estate industry also. And if we can't find those, we will open it up to uh, interested parties. Um, number 10, Historical Commission website editions, uh, links to architectural styles, uh, National Park Service preservation briefs, etc. cetera. Uh, these are my suggestions, and I still need to do some work in getting some... Uh, items together i'd like to present what what i'm suggesting before we have it added to our website or whatever way of publicizing these things we're considering so i'll hopefully have an update on that next month uh new business hey keith keith on the on the website item yeah um, but i think we might have mentioned do we want to add our Historic Commission website to our uh, agenda and our minutes, like a, a, a one-line item. Oh, right, right. Um, this one that's okay. I, I put in a website line on our minutes for the next uh, minutes review. Um, if if we we have a. Uh, 
typically we're using this letterhead, which is the Fitchburg Historical Commission. Um, okay. A first suggestion is if we just made another line under here that, that listed our website that someone could click on as a hot link to the website. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, almost have it the last line item before agenda or before minutes. Okay, like like having. Um, oops, sorry. A website link that we've used in our brochures or something like that along those lines. Yeah, I have in in the in the in the brochure that we're still working on. Let me see if I can bring that up. If you have the moment to take a look at it, um, I think we might even use one in our uh, latest walking tour we did a few months ago. Yeah, in in the brochure. Historical Commission. I've, I've. You'd have to type this in. This isn't the hot link in here, but it shows the uh, Fitchburg Mass and the Historical Commission link that takes it to the website. So, ideally, uh, on things like this, you're you're saying. Yeah, you still have the agenda on the screen. I can't see that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, this this is the one of the later drafts of the brochure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see that now. And you know, Macris, uh Historical Society, Public Library, and us at the bottom here with Yeah, okay. Not a hot link, but maybe if we also get this in digital format, maybe it could even be a hot link or something. A hot link in our in our documentation. Yeah. Um Okay. On the website, it would be nice to put this brochure as a digital document also, besides having the paper fold-out ones. Right. Um, basically having this for somebody that, for whatever reason, clicks on the <laughs> Historical Commission website, which is kind of hard to get to. Um, but we could also... Um, you know, seeing if, if uh, city or the mayor would every so often be able to put something on the, the main page of Fitchburg's website to click on, or, or there is there is a link to Fitchburg's history, I think, and we could also put our webpage there as a connection to connect to other, other important information about historical uh, documents. So. I think the historic marker brochure is on our Commission website, does that sound correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So people get to that on that page. Right. Not many have been. <laughs> uh, not many clicks on them. Yeah, it again, it's kind of hard to find it. You have to know where to look. But uh, um we're not on the uh, important list of most people's uh thoughts and that's something we need to change you know sure yeah. 
Okay. Um, so um, just to kind of go back again, should we put it on our letterhead also here as a link? Right at the top. Uh, for when, when we publish minutes and um, and uh, agenda items that are posted basically on the agenda uh, web link on the, on the city's website, that's where people could be able to see that. And if they want to search further for what what our, you know what we do, they could click on that website, which would be a link. It's not a, it's not an address to get to us. It's just a, uh, uh, a web page. It must be. Um... And once I get to the web page, they can. There are hot links to to actually email us. So yeah. Yeah. When when we email those docs to the city clerk, they're they're adding the letterhead to the top of our docs right before they post them online. Um. Sorry. Are, are are your minutes? Uh, do they have a letterhead on top of them? No, I'm just sending out. It's just starts in the doc file. Yeah, I, I if if you do, you want a copy of this letterhead. So when you do the minutes, you could you could have this on top of it. Yeah, you have a starting file, starting doc. Uh, I I will I'll make one up and I'll add the web web page website on it also. Okay. Send that to you, just as a as a uh, word doc. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can you, you can save that as a uh, a template, basically, to go ahead and add add the official minute things on it that show the uh, with with the letterhead, the seal, and so forth, just to make it look more official. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Um, new business. Um, one of our members, um, as Andy pointed out earlier, who is uh, going to be honored by the Fitchburg Cultural Alliance at their annual meeting on November 4th. And let me see if I can pull up. I think I emailed uh people in copy of this just recently but let me bring it up on screen officially here um, let's see okay are you seeing this not yet. No. Not yet. Okay. Let me get to my Zoom and share and share again. All right. Hopefully, this is up on your screen, the dark blue. Um, yes. Yeah. This is the. Uh, Fitchburg Cultural Alliance, I believe it's their 45th annual meeting. And uh, during their annual meeting, uh, which is starting at 
6 p.m. on November 4th at 14 Wallace Avenue. I believe that is the senior center. Um, and uh, there's going to be, looks like a catered meal and remarks and presentations, a mingle and dance and having fun, et cetera, it's live music. And uh, and it's all the, also the Cultural Alliance is going to be honoring two of their uh, very strong advocates and members, and one of them being our um, Historical Commission member, Ellen DiGeronimo, and also uh, Jennifer Jones from the Cultural Alliance. So Ellen is being honored, uh, and certainly support from any of us that could make that would be great. Uh, again, I, I emailed you a copy of this uh, or forwarded it from Andy and um, information on getting tickets, et cetera, is uh, listed on the brochure. So great, great honor for Ellen. Uh, we all know uh, tremendous work that she's done for the city in many, many capacities. So congratulations, Ellen. Yeah. And I believe our next meeting is October. Share again. Next meeting is October 26th, 3 p.m. Um, any other new business? Very good. Um, Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. I hear a second. All right. Great. Thank you, everybody. Um, meeting is adjourned.